This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. Welcome, nerds. I'm Mark Weber, and you are listening to A Graphic Conversation, the bi-weekly podcast where we read, discuss, and suggest uh, the best and hopefully not the worst in graphic novels. I am joined, as I always am, by the original man-child, Ricky Widmer. What's up, what's up, guys? And today, uh, we're going to do Godzilla, Kingdom of Monsters, Volume 1. This is the uh, IDW, not Marvel Mm-hmm. Um, Godzilla. So, obviously, there's a uh, a Godzilla movie that exists. <laughs> you might have watched it, uh, depending on if you're into that kind of thing. If you're into monsters destroying everything, and I mean, with us pre-recording these before they go out, I even forget half the time if these come out the week before the movie, the week of the movie. Sometimes they come out like right when the movie's yeah. out. Uh, the odds are when you're listening to this, you have. S- if you wanted to see the movie, you've seen the movie by the time you're listening to this one. Um, if you are not familiar at all with this podcast, what we do is, like I said, we have read uh, this graphic novel, Kingdom of Monsters, Volume 1. And we're going to talk about it first in a spoiler-free version, and then we're going to get into the spoilers uh, about it. And we'll warn you before it happens so you don't need to freak out or anything like that. Um, we'll do that, and you can just be here for it. You don't have to have read it. You don't have to ever plan on reading it if you want to great and then you can join in on the conversation this one's a week before oh so it's going to be a the movie is coming out in a week from when you're listening awesome if you listen to it on (laughs) on the day it comes out uh and you can join in that conversation by reading with it you don't have to necessarily other things of course that you can do uh give us money on patreon Mm -hmm. because then you can be on the podcast and that's pretty cool you can tell us what you think about these uh, as well. So that'd be fun. Or you can join, even at the bronze level, you can join Retro and uh, Hubertus. Yeah. As our, and Hubertus always makes fun of me for how I say his name because I can never say it the correct way. Hubertus or something like yeah. that? Yeah. You can join them in our Discord server. So there you go. they are the first two to join. And it. you can just talk about talk to us too. Life's good. Um, yeah, you made a Harry Potter joke about the NBA, the Washington Wizards today, and I liked it. Right. <laughs> gotta, gotta, I didn't put my phone on silent. There we go. Gotta make a good old Hagrid joke when you can make a good old Hagrid reference. Um, so we're going to do this spoiler-free thing at the moment, talking about Godzilla, King of the Monsters, or just King of Monsters, Kingdom of Monsters, Volume 1. And it's Godzilla. I don't think mm-hmm. there needs to be an explanation about Godzilla. It's Godzilla. Well, I mean, the thing with this is, I'll be honest, it's a dry, like, to me, I'm... I'm saying it's a dry opening mm-hmm. to where my first reactions when I was opening and reading this, I was like, that first issue, I'm like, should we pick something else? Like, I don't, did I make a bad choice when picking this series of Godzilla for us to read? Because in that first issue, nothing really happens of importance. Yeah. It just kind of lays the scale. And I mean, overall, this was a collection of comics that kind of is like all right we're gonna lay the groundwork for what's gonna come nothing too big is gonna happen there was a few things we'll get into in spoiler mode but really it's one of those where it's like okay now i at least know the landscape and if i want to go on to volume two i'm for me i'm excited 
to maybe read volume two, but it's not something where it's like, oh my God, I have to read volume two. Yeah, and from what I kind of have, have read online, it's it doesn't necessarily get better. <laughs> Mark's um, like, I looked into it so that Ricky doesn't make us read this whole thing. It, it doesn't necessarily get better. Uh, and, and, you know, this isn't necessarily bad. By any stretch of the this is my opinion on Godzilla, though. For mm-hmm. for those of you who haven't heard it already, there's no such thing as good or bad Godzilla. It is just a giant lizard monster who destroys things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes other monsters show up; they also destroy things, and that's really all there is to it. Well, and I mean, it's kind of also what I've heard about the like way back, like the Godzilla's, like the first monster movies for Godzilla. It was like. It was never something where you didn't go to it because the quality was awesome or the story was awesome or the acting was awesome. Yeah. You went to it because it was fucking two guys in monster suits fighting and you went for Godzilla. That is why you went to watch it, not for anything else. Exactly. I mean, you're just kind of trying to enjoy the show. Mm -hmm. You want to see some destruction. You're going to see destruction. And they do a good job with the destruction Mm -hmm. in this. I mean, they make it seem real. Uh, as real as giant lizard monsters can seem. Yeah. And they kind of show you the horror of it. Um, at times, I think they're not sure if they fully want to embrace that or not. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, but it's it's interesting enough and it's a fast read. So it's not like you sit there like some of the ones we've read and we're like, why did we do this to ourselves? Yeah. Uh, do you have a who this is for? Who who would enjoy this? Godzilla fans. That's who would really enjoy this. Thing? I think is yeah. No, there are Godzilla fans. Like there are that lizard monster. fans of mm-hmm. the whole like that whole genre of kind of Godzilla, the monsters that are like King Kong, all of those movies. Yeah, this would be for you. But it's not something where I'm saying like, oh my god, go and read it today. Yeah. I, I can I can get that I can understand, um, I I mean I guess I'd have to agree uh, that it's really for people who truly love Godzilla mm-hmm. um, because I don't think this really is anything that special for anyone else. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's not bad. You're just gonna get through it and go, oh, all right, and then you're gonna put it down. Well, and the tricky thing about like I know how you said, well, I looked into it and it didn't get much better. The tricky thing about this series from what I'm seeing on Comixology Mm -hmm. is that it's only three volumes from what I'm seeing, or that's all they have listed. So if that's the case, it's like... Well, I think there was going to be a fourth one mm -hmm. and it didn't happen. Okay. Um, And and it's actually kind of interesting Mm -hmm. from what I uh, looked into a little bit. Because this is not one that's like many years old. This was only a couple years old. Like this one was from what... September of 2011. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing about So it's interesting because if you look at the different volumes, you see that cha- changes happen in it. Mm-hmm. Whether, you know, it's writers, artists, whatever. Changes happen. And I was like, that's strange. Let me look at this uh, just because I'm curious. And I look into it and they, they talk about how there were certain plot points that never got resolved. Mm-hmm. And there were certain things, directions. They wanted to take a darker tone. And they never got the opportunity to do that with this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's interesting things like that 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 kind of go on with it. Um, but at the same time, you know, I'm not necessarily surprised that it didn't continue. And not, not just to trash this 
uh, graphic novel or anything. Just I'm not really that surprised because of the fact that, well, I mean, Godzilla's not that popular. So it probably yeah. didn't sell that great. It is a very niche market. Um, so there's that part to it. But then it also, unless it really takes off uh, in the next one, I just sit there and I'm like, all right. I mean, it wasn't that exciting, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's kind of one of the hard parts about that is that it doesn't really get it doesn't do anything to really capture you and make you go, yes. I need to keep going with this. Well, and I mean, the thing I was excited for most when we were looking at what to read is because now that I'm looking at the just switching between them and looking at like the creators that they have listed. Yeah. Phil Hester is the artist for this volume one. And the thing I remember coming in was it was like, okay. I'm excited because he did Swamp Thing. And Swamp Thing is something where it's like that kind of horror genre from DC. Yeah. And I want to see that style with Godzilla. Then you go to volume two. It's the same two people that wrote the story and Tracy Marsh and Eric Powell. But Phil Hester, no longer there. It is now Victor Santos that is now there. Yeah. And then in the third one... They take the two people that wrote it. You're going to go bye-bye. Jason Caramella is coming in, and then Victor Santos is um, drawing it and putting the artwork to it. So, I mean, that is something that you could look at, and it's like, now that you bring that up, I've completely changed my tone. Where it was like, yes, there is something that we're going to talk in spoiler mode that was the one linchpin of like, I want to keep reading to see what happens to these two. Mm-hmm. But now that you bring that up and I just look into it right now, I'm less excited and more or less likely to move on and read volume two and volume three. Yeah, it it's just you want some kind of consistency to it. Mm-hmm. And it happens sometimes that, that you switch writers uh, early on because it's just not working out. The the vision doesn't work and, or whatever. They want to move on and do something else. Um, but... I, I do kind of feel like that makes you pause when you're already not super excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we say that, um, and I feel like we, we kind of need to move into the spoiler mode because mm-hmm. uh, not too much else we can talk about. Um, so if anybody wants to read this, awesome. Go ahead and read it. Enjoy it. It's very fast. You'll get through it uh, pretty quickly. Uh, and then you can join us at, you know, join back in the conversation. We're not going anywhere. We're going to be here right, waiting right here for you. I will sit um, here as long as you make me. So go ahead and do that. If you don't want anything spoiled, uh, press pause. Not right now, but in a few seconds. If you don't care, just be here for the conversation. Awesome. That's great. So if you don't want anything spoiled, you can press pause now. But if you don't care, <laughs> hey, welcome. We're in the spoiler zone. So uh, should we talk about the twins? The psychic, the psychic ladies. Yeah, sure. We'll start with those because that was what I was talking about. Not spoiler mode. Those are the only two that were like, "Huh, I wonder what's going on with these two. Yeah, it's interesting. It's kind of a mystical kind of element, especially interesting when you have you know giant monsters mm-hmm. all over the world that are coming to invade. Um, are they considered kaiju? For is Godzilla considered a kaiju? Technically, I think. Okay. I think I've. I think I've heard him referred to that once, mm-hmm. but really that's a word I have not heard since Pacific Rim. They're giant monsters, and I don't know yeah. who counts as a kaiju and who doesn't, mm-hmm. uh, or really much else of where the term really comes from. 
Um, but yeah, I so those twins could be interesting. I think they really could uh, if they went to. And I know, like like I said, those writers said they wanted to take darker, um, make darker choices. But I feel like that was the way they maybe could have done it. Godzilla is a kaiju and the king of the kaiju, to be exact. Kaiju just means strange beast in Japanese. Oh, okay. And strange beast is the definition of monster. So king of the monsters, king of the kaiju. That's Godzilla. I mean, he is a strange beast. I would agree with that Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, Okay, so that's fair. Uh, All right, he's a kaiju. It's been decided. So I don't know. Here's my thing with Godzilla. Mm -hmm. Um to me, Godzilla is interesting for that one scene where he comes in and destroys things. And then that's it. And they at least do a little bit with this. I mean, you can see. So, like, the, you can tell the one trying. scene where he comes out of the beach and he's got the kids in his mouth. And, and he just like, starts well, destroying some and stuff. And you're dead. Cool. Uh, you can tell that they tried. I mean, they mm-hmm. had the pop culture references, which I think were a little heavy handed. The Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. We have President Obama-ish mm-hmm. in there. Um you know, they're really, really trying to be like, hey, look, guys, pop culture, we're relevant. This is uh, set in a modern day. Yeah, and, and that's one thing. You mentioned modern day. I at least appreciate that they established this is as if Godzilla had never shown up before. Because usually mm-hmm. Godzilla's like, oh, yeah, he showed up in the 50s. Mm-hmm. This one's like, no, 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 never happened. This yeah. is the first time he's here. Um, so I appreciate that. But I don't know. Did you like the the whole pop culture references and everything? So, I mean, it didn't – for me – it didn't pull away from the story, if that's what you're asking. Didn't like I actually angry. chuckled with the whole Jersey Shore um, parody in there because of how ridiculous they made them sound and made them look. And for me, one of the things I did like from this graphic novel is the humor that it tried to show in. Like I think this was uh, this is the end of um, the second volume that I'm looking at. Godzilla's doing his thing. He's wrecking the city. This one guy's like, I've got rockets and I've got dynamite and I'm going to blow you to smithereens. He jumps off a building thinking he's going to do something, Mm -hmm. hits the explode, and it's just like a right on Godzilla's nose to where it's like, what? What what was that? And it's like, it kind of puts that into perspective because I think that people, you think that it's like, okay. Something like that should hurt Godzilla, but no, it's just a little like flick of the nose to where mm-hmm. even Godzilla scratches it like, oh, what was that? And then goes right back to laser beaming a building. Yeah, as he should. And, and they even <laughs> as have, he should, you know, I, you know, the moments of where I appreciate like, you know, they had I think it was Obama mm-hmm. uh, that made the jo- the joke. I don't know if it really is a joke from him, but the fact that he says, uh, oh, if you drop any more bombs on Godzilla, he's going to start shooting lasers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I don't know. It, to me, it has that very, like, uh, Steve Buscemi walking into a high school being like, hey, we're all a bunch of teenagers. We're all cool, right? Like that cartoon. Exactly. Uh, like, that's what it feels like to me is just, like, they're trying. It's it's your mom trying really hard to talk to you about Pokemans, okay. you know, um, and how she loves that Pikachu, you know, things like that. Uh, and you're just like. Please stop. Please just no more. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It And that's the one thing. Nothing with this blew me away. And part of me is like, part of me is like, I'm kind of 
disappointed in that fact. Yeah. But then there's another part of me that's coming from the same part that you even said, where it's kind of like, it's Godzilla. Like, Mm -hmm. Godzilla comes in, he smashes real good, he does his little uh, yell thing as he shoots his laser beam into the air, and then he goes home. We're happy. Yeah, eventually Um, he's going to kind of sort of get defeated where he just leaves. Now, the thing that I... I found interesting, and even mm-hmm. in the previews for the new Godzilla movie, you can see that they're taking influence maybe from this a little. Yeah. But I liked how they're like, oh, my God, they're they're coming together. Is this something where they're going to team up against us? No. These monsters just want to kick the shit out of each other. Yeah. Like, that's Looks all great. they want to do. Like, the world is their playground, and we're just in their way. Um, because you got two of them... Come head to head. I can't remember what the armadillo um, one was called with the like spiky back and the long alligator like um, mouth. The one that rolls up into a ball. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what Um, his name is. But I mean, like when he met Godzilla, everyone's like, oh, my God, they're going to team up together. And then they just start attacking each other and just start destroying each other. And that's where we get the best the best scene and the best way to mm-hmm. end it. And kind of an anticlimactic way to end it is Sergeant Woods is caught in the destruction. He saves an old lady, saves some people. The Jersey Shore people are hanging in a limousine like, hey, are you going to save us? And he just walks away. And Godzilla just fucking laser beams him. Um, but Sergeant Woods was a character you were saying that you did not like. Yeah. And, and I feel like that's a, that's the perfect example of a moment when, when that happens where you roll your eyes and you're like, it's like, really, guys? Come on. Like You didn't need to have this, look, I find them annoying too. <laughs> Get it, guys? We're all in on the joke together. Uh, kind of a thing. But to me, Sergeant Woods just seemed like a fucking douchebag a little bit like he it's just like oh i hate everything world sucks i don't even care if it all ends whatever uh but i guess i'll save some people because that's what i'm here for mm-hmm. is basically what it is he's like they're trying to do like the anti-hero kind of thing um but really they just give some give you somebody you don't want to cheer for well see i didn't get the whole guy you don't want to cheer for I got the image of this was a guy who high school quarterback on top of the world, then goes over to basically fight for his country in the war and kind mm-hmm. of gets hit with a re- a little bit of reality. Um, and of course, like I'm sitting here talking like I know what I'm talking about. I don't. I've never I've never been in the army. I've never I'm not obviously not a veteran. Um, but it's just, it seemed like they were going with that whole, I've seen some shit and now coming back to like a generate, like, and this is the part that kind of hit me because I feel Uh like we're still in this. Like, for example, when it's the slide of the mom, that's like, Hey, um, I didn't want this one, mom. I wanted that one. And the mom's like, it's the only one they had. And then the kid just slaps it out of the mom's hand. Mm -hmm. Like, Basically, that kid that's a little bit of a snob and, to be honest, might need a little smack. Um, there's also the – he passes by the fast food joint and, like, everyone's like, man, if during World War II there was rationing and how everyone's fat and gluttonous now. Mm-hmm. And then the, like, fancy car and with the pollution and everything. Um, so to me it was like – it wasn't a I didn't want to root for him. It was more of like, I know where he's coming from. 
kind of a thing. Um, his his thoughts were in the right place. Just how he acted on them was kind of like, really, dude? Like, you're going to be a douche about it? Like that one lady that was like, well, you're in the army. Like, you Democrat, shouldn't you uh, be? Or like, oh, it's great that you're on our side. And we don't have another person mm-hmm. in the conservatives. And he's like, dude, I'm neither. Like, I'm just for whatever the smartest thing is. Like, and that's to me where it's like his character was in the right place, but was kind of a douche about it, which for like you turned you off from that character. Yeah. It made me be like, mm. <laughs> whatever. I don't know about you, man. I'm not, I don't know that I'm into this. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just, I, you needed something in this, in this one to, to really hook you. Because like I said, it's Godzilla. It's not going to be anything groundbreaking. It's not going to be anything that changes the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, those psychic twins could have been that they could have taken a very interesting spin on Godzilla. And maybe, you know, they're going to be, you know, unleashing them from whatever realm or whatever. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. But like, they just kind of, cause it's weird. The right mm-hmm. before the last issue, they had what I thought was going to be the cliffhanger. This guy in a hut, and he basically sees um, Batara mm-hmm. and basically looks at two little girls that look like figurines on his books. And is like, his exact line is, something has gone horribly wrong. So it's like, huh, do they have something to do with him? Does he know what's going on? Like, yeah. that's where I thought it was going to end. And then it went on into another issue to where we met Sergeant Woods and had his whole story with everything. Yeah. And the twins became Queen of Paris or Queens of Paris mm-hmm. um, with their robes and everything. But yeah, this is one where if you really love Godzilla, then sure, go ahead and read it. But if you pass on this one... You're not going to miss anything. Yeah, we're not going to blame you for uh, mm-hmm. for saying no. Um, is there anything? Is there anything we're kind of missing? Uh, it, it's a short read. I mean, there's really not that much it's I feel like, like to what, actually talk about. Hundred pages. It was like yeah, hundred four something yeah. like that. There's honestly not that much to talk about. Yeah, no. Um, you know, uh, should they read it? If you're a Godzilla fan. I'd say about 75% yes, you should read it. You might as well. If you're not a Godzilla fan or don't care about Godzilla, just hit pass on this one, bro. Yeah, I feel like it is one of those, like, I guess. I mean, you might as well. Why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're into it, you'll get through it really, really quickly. Um, if anyone's like, I don't know. I mean, I'm interested in the movie. Maybe I'll check out. Just, no, you're you're good. You don't really need to. Uh, I, I would just say for... Nearly anybody out there, just pass. Mm-hmm. It's just not worth your time. Even Godzilla fans, you'd be like, eh, don't waste the time. There's better things you can do to okay. enjoy Godzilla, I feel like. And like Unless you're like the hardcore, you got to read everything. Mm-hmm. You've got a Godzilla bobblehead, you know, yeah. uh, and like a, one of those murals on your walls, I don't know, <laughs> of Godzilla destroying Tokyo. Then sure, go ahead and have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most average people it's just uh no not no thank you mm-hmm. on this one um so i think next time we're gonna enjoy what we're gonna read a little bit more i think so uh because dex men actually spoiler alert as we're recording this i've already read it and i'm gonna mm-hmm. say yes i did enjoy it so <laughs> next we're gonna read in two weeks uh x-men uh the dark phoenix saga 
uh, obviously, because that's coming out soon. Uh, although uh, people are a little nervous about that movie. Uh, if I wasn't doing a podcast where we reviewed movies, I probably might not see it. Yeah, I mean, I I will see it because it's X Men, um, but I don't know if I'm that excited about it. It's uh, like Sa- it's like Sansa. Like I loved you, so- Sophie Turner. I loved you so much here at the end of Game of Thrones. Why do you gotta <laughs> go ahead and ruin that and be a bad dark phoenix? I don't blame her for that though. No, it's not her fault. But it's just I I hated Sansa. Now I love mm-hmm. Sansa. That's the point. And now I'm going to hate her again because she's Jean Grey. Like, well, don't you're going to hate Jean Grey. You're not going to hate Sansa. Do, don't do that to Sophie Turner. Let me have a lasting image of good with Game of Thrones and Sophie mm-hmm. Turner. Game of Thrones, not over yet as we're recording <laughs> as we're this. Recording this. Uh, tomorrow is when the finale comes mm-hmm. out. So that might change your opinion on that, too, for all you know. True. Uh, we'll see what happens. And it also might change your opinion uh, for that. It might be a fantastic movie. Which I'm not going to say anything more about Game of Thrones because apparently I said something during our mm-hmm. our last mock draft and people got mad at me for giving up Game of Thrones spoilers. They all die in the end, uh, <laughs> is all you need to know. Literally all of them. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, the Dark Phoenix Saga, if you're not aware. Uh, Jean Cray, very quick uh, kind of summary. Not summary, but uh, intro Synopsis. for you. Uh, Jean Grey gets a little certain power that's really, really strong. Unfortunately, it also kind of... Uh, messes with her mind mm-hmm. and she wants to kill everyone and everything the dark phoenix saga uh <laughs> so in two weeks definitely do that make sure you give us a rate a review if whether it's on itunes wherever you listen to podcasts uh go ahead and give us those five stars tell people why they should check out this podcast i also hope that you head to the patreon and become a uh patron even if it's just that one dollar bronze tier so that way you can be part of our discord and talk directly to us or if you want to be on the show ten dollars a month gets you that being on the show privilege or any of our most valuable podcasts podcasts Mm -hmm. so we'll see you in two weeks when we read x-men the dark phoenix saga thank you for listening to this mvp podcast follow us on twitter at most valuable pod for more great podcasts